Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Welcome, Crazy Cool Parents. This month, we are talking about siblings as best friends. If you look at our diagram in our book, it's the if you look at the relationship piece at the bottom, we show how you want to connect all your siblings together. So very, very important. A little difficult for us sometimes with seven kids, lots of connections there. <laughs> but uh, we, we succeeded, and we have um, really focused on having our siblings be best friends and It's been a real blessing now that they're getting older. And so we're going to talk to Michael and Mackenzie today. I always put my, you first, Michael. I don't, Mackenzie and Michael, we're going to talk to them first. Where do you guys fall in the family lineup? So I am the true middle. There's three girls above me and three boys below me. And so with that, I get to be the baby of the girls, but the middle of the family. And then I say I'm the oldest of the boys, but. Michael is the oldest. You're not a boy. (laughs) I am the oldest of the boy. I have four older sisters above me or with my mom, I pretty much just say I have five moms (laughs) and then I get to be the oldest of the boys, the real oldest of the boys. Kind of like not dead in the middle, but just almost dead in the middle. So how are you guys similar and how are you different? We're similar in a lot of ways. Because we're in the middle, we got taken to a lot of games. um, And so we were in the car a lot. And we went to speech therapy. We had a lot of similar learning experiences. So whenever uh, we were homeschooled, we would be homeschooled together. We'd make meals for each other, um, go through Barton together. We had some reading struggles. And so we got to learn how to overcome reading together. Um, Yeah, and so that was like... Whenever the girls or the older sisters or the little boys would go to like daycare or school, we would have about three or four hours where we would actually get work done and we would make meals for each other. Mom would be working in the Kinsey and I'd go in the kitchen and cook a meal for them or mom would be working with me and Kinsey would cook the meal. Um, But I think we're also similar in like the way that we just like handle ourselves. We do better on -on one-on-one, really like heart of discipleship, asking questions versus like a huge crowd. We both kind of get stressed out and we are the quietest in the Mm -hmm. family. (laughs) With You've probably heard a couple of the other siblings, they are the loudest. Um, And so, but we love it. And that's kind of who we are. And we we embrace that. What about differences? Um, I am a woman. And so there's a lot of differences that come with that. Um, I love being around people, and if I had a free day, I would choose to get with as many people as I possibly could, and that would exhaust Michael. Definitely. That is the biggest difference. I remember one time in the summer, Mackenzie came back from some trip where she was at camp, and she was just with people nonstop for like two weeks straight. She just had, she was like living her dream of just with people, people just surrounded by them, right? Mm -hmm. And then she came home. And I was working all summer and I was in my room and I'm the opposite. I like my dream day would be to be by myself. And to be, Same. Yeah, just doing something where I'm by yourself. And McKinsey 
would just like come into my room after camp was over and just like want to hang out. And I was like, Kenzie, you're just sitting here. Like we're not doing anything. <laughs> She's like, I just want to be around people. And I was like, that's just not who I am. And so that's probably the biggest difference um, is that introvert, extrovert um, parallel. Yeah, that's good. So taking your similar similarities and your differences, what is the biggest impact that you've made on each other's lives or you've had on each other's lives? Yeah, so I would say, um, I would say Kinsey probably had the biggest impact on my life than anybody else in in my life. Uh, there was a season. Yeah, she's part of your testimony, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she. Yeah, and so there was a part of my life um, where I was just pushed everyone away, pushed everyone out, and was just like, "This is not like." Kind of going back to the introverted, um, had some ungodly beliefs of I can do everything on my own. I'm better off on my own. Um, we're talking about seventh, eighth grade here. Seventh, eighth grade, middle school, definitely. And me and Mackenzie, we didn't share a room, but our rooms are right by each other. And she has to walk through my room to get into my room. Um, and she would just invite me. She just included me. She pursued me um, in every single area that she went to. Every single time she would walk through my room to go downstairs, to go to her car. She was hanging out with friends. She would just simply say, hey, Michael, do you want to come? And like that's at first I was like, no, I don't want to. Like, No, I don't want to. And that probably went on for six, seven, eight, nine months, like a long time of like saying, no, I don't want to hang out with you, Kinsey. I don't want to do any of that. Um, but like going into high school and like finally just like saying yes, really, I would just said yes. So like she would stop asking me because it like <laughs> talk about persistence. Um, well, and let me, Which, uh, that is a quality y'all have similar. Y'all are both, both very persistent. Yeah. Very persistent. And realize there's a Mackenzie's a junior in high school right now, and you're in eighth grade. So there's a big, I mean, it's not like you're just one year apart. There's a, right. there's a big gap in, in age at that time. Right. Yeah. How, what's y'all's age difference? You, I'm 19, two you're 22. About to, turn, about to turn 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So three, three years. years. Um, but that was just like, she just included me into her friend group, and that's when a lot of chains got broken off in my heart and the heart got soft enough like okay I can't do this on my own um where she just invited me to church and invited me to her friend groups and like a like a senior in high school inviting a freshman like I got to hang out with the cool people of the school um and that just like really brought me out of my shell so Mackenzie you're a junior in high school at the time like we said Mm -hmm. what is going through your head that says I need to pursue my younger brother yeah, I got Besides to Besides, you just want to be with people, of course. <laughs> yeah. I started getting in really healthy relationships with friends and got to see their families, and we started fighting together for our families. And so that was one big impact. And then also, um, there was a, a multiple conversations with you guys that we had about Mike's current state, and we were realizing, wow, he like needs to be out of this state. How do we get him out of there? And I was like, okay, hey, this is my role as a sister is to simply invite into love. And so, and then also I feel like God just said he's pursuing, he pursued me in that way. And so it was time for me to get to pursue him. And we are friends all the way through lower grades. And so it wasn't like there was like this big, all right, now he's a new person. I don't know him. It's like, no, you're my friend. You're my brother. We're going to not be enemies. How can I become friends with you now in this season? How can I relate to you now? We've been quiet all the other seasons of our life. How are we, how, what's the difference now? Yeah, so 
you said you were friends earlier in your life just because you did a lot of life together and then um yeah they were so cute they played legos and they mm -hmm. like michael loves rap music and so kenzie picked up on that and they can just <laughs> rap it out together <laughs> and so with that you know one of the things we want to tell parents is is that you know you may have younger kids right now in grade school or mm -hmm. your kids may be three and five or two and you know and four or whatever and we never stop that. Well, the, the putting siblings together as best friends starts when they're at the younger ages that, the, you know, the things you guys did when you were younger, going to the speech therapy class together, building Legos together, homeschooling together, whatever it was built that time when Michael went south on his, in his feelings, his belief system. There you were to pick him up. Right. Mm hmm. Well, and then, Ken's, how did that impact you? Like, how has Michael's um, role in the family and relationship with you changed you and impacted you? In so many ways. He is a carrier of, like, breakthrough. And so anywhere I go in any conversation I have, I can tell the person, keep praying, keep loving, keep pursuing your friendship. And then I, like, get to literally share his testimony, like, through two people. Like, this is what God does whenever yeah. we pursue like a persistent widow and like unapologetically don't slow down or stop. He like brings breakthrough and brings revelation. Um, and I've also learned so much about guys and about like introverts and people because I've gotten to choose to stop and listen and ask questions. Um, and if I wasn't the older sister to Michael Manning, I don't know if I would have those perspectives. Yeah, and so Michael, when that was happening in your life, and you're frustrated, and um, how did Kenzie's pursuit of you make you feel, even in the rough times? Yeah, it was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it was very annoying. Like I remember very vividly, I'd be playing Xbox or something like that, and sweet old Mackenzie would walk into my room and like tap me on the shoulder and like with the nicest tone and be like, "Hey, do you want to come to church with me?" And I'd like flat out be like, no, Mackenzie, are you serious? Like, that's the last thing I want to do and like make her feel terrible, like in a lot of ways. But like she would constantly respond with like, OK, Michael, no problem. Love you. I'll tell you about it when I get back. And she would go and come back and like like literally like heaping burning coals over my head. Like that's what she was doing, like killing me with kindness. Um, but it was it was those little things of like, OK, how can I connect to Michael? OK, he likes rap. OK, I want to listen to rap. OK, he's playing this game. How can I ask questions about this game? And it's yeah, like, she would sit in there and watch, sit behind you, wouldn't she, and watch you yeah, play the game. Yeah, it was awful. It was so annoying. <laughs> I was like, just leave, leave me alone. <laughs> but it was just like little things like that of just like constant pursuit. Um, it's like water rushing against a rock, like making a river. Like it, it's not going to happen over a night, but it takes a lot, a lot of time. And that's kind of how my heart was. And that's how Kenzie was just like constant and persistent. Yeah, but that really did start when we were little. Like if I... If my mom would be like, don't play with these Legos, then I wouldn't have been able to. Or don't, like if there was ever a wallop that's ever separated us, that would have not had, like that would have hesitated me from having an interest in his life. Yeah, right. I remember another story whenever you were going into sixth grade and you had summer reading for the first time and mm -hmm. she just like would simply invite me. She's like, hey, I'm playing Legos. Can I listen to this audiobook while I'm doing summer reading just because we both have a hard time reading. And like that, we just sat there and listened to a book and then played Legos all night and just like that's what we got to talk about and just like simple stuff like that where we were just together in our childhood um that like we still remember today like the foundation of our relationship or we would play star wars legos yeah. <laughs> on the wii for uh -huh. hours and hours and hours 
Well, and then, you know, I can think of so many examples as you guys are talking of just how so often our older kids have pursued our younger kids. And then, you know, Michael, let's flip it to when uh, today in the in, now you are pursuing Maddox and McCade intentionally. Um, tell us how your relationship with Mackenzie has helped you to now pursue you are the true oldest brother. Sorry, Kenzie. So, it, it, so uh, now that you are that, you've taken on that role of that oldest son and the oldest brother. And how are you influencing your little brothers? Yeah, that's something that I'm like. I thank the Lord almost every day of how easy Maddox is to to pursue. Because yes. if Maddox was as hard as I was, I don't know if I had the patience like Kenzie has. It's about um, the same age difference. It know? is about but, the same age difference. Um, but Maddox is incredible, and I think a lot of it is. It really has to start with the older sibling. Um, the older sibling, the younger sibling just wants to be like the older sibling. Right. Just um, wants to be wanted. Just wants to be wanted and accepted. And so it really does start with the older sibling. Um, but it really was y'all telling us from the very beginning, man, Maddox is really cool. Maddox is really cool. And just me and believing And he was, that. but even though you really didn't believe that, because you guys just were, unlike you and Mackenzie, who have probably more similarities, you and Maddox have a lot of differences, so you had to fight through a different set. You know, Mackenzie was fighting through your hard-heartedness, if you will, but you were fighting through some personality differences. Right, yeah, me and Maddox are very different. Um, but it was y'all just telling us in the very, very beginning of, like, you and Maddox are going to be best friends. And it wasn't until, like, we finally got to start doing life together where he got into high school, um, yeah. where it was a lot easier to make that happen. We're in the same spot on Wednesday nights and the same spot on Sunday mornings and stuff like that and riding in the car together. It's just like that proximity mm-hmm. is, is really huge. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so parents, we want to tell you what Michael said was really important, that it's usually the role of the older sibling to intentionally pursue mm-hmm. the younger sibling. <clears throat> and and parents, you can pave the way by giving them the ideas. Hey, why don't you go ask your little brother or little sister to go play Legos with you? Or why don't you guys go outside? And, and so you can lay that idea, plant that idea in their head so that they can act on it and be a success. Yeah, and you're going to get natural resistance. <laughs> yeah, as I, no, I, I don't like them. They're, they're boring mean, or yes. dumb or bratty. <laughs> and, 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 but, but when we train our children, one, what Michael said is that we brainwash them. Hey, Maddox is a great kid. Maddox, yeah. you, you point out the virtues of them and also um, tell them how important it is. You know, so many times we would tell our older sibling, oh, the older siblings, you're going to have as much influence in your younger sibling's life as we are as parents, maybe more at times. And so that they understand that the value of that. And, and then hopefully, like in Mackenzie's case, they start to intentionally pursue on their own. We really didn't tell you. We didn't line you yeah, up every yeah. day. We don't say, get credit. <laughs> exactly. We didn't, as you were going up the stairs, we weren't sitting there going, okay, Mackenzie, go talk to Michael. You know, go take it for the team. We didn't do that at all, did we, Mackenzie? No. <laughs> and it was, but yet you did it on your own because of the relationship that was established in the younger age. And so mm-hmm. uh, as we wrap up, I just want to tell you, parents, that, you know, we, we, we knit those kids together at early ages and then we teach intentional pursuit of the and we give an example of one of the reasons that you did it Kenzie too is because you saw your mom intentionally pursuing you guys and that became an example to uh, to follow so um, siblings as best friends one of the best things other than lead your kids to Jesus lead them to be connected with each other such a great thing as our kids are older now 
The family becomes a unit. The family becomes bonded. Such a great thing to establish in your home. Um, We love you, parents. Go be crazy. Crazycoolfamily.com.